This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 13th of July. And Justin, remember the brand Gap? Very old school. They recently established a partnership with Kanye West fashion brand Yeezy. Mm -hmm. But Kanye has been bringing a bit of unwanted attention to Gap Mm -hmm. with his latest round of anti-vax comments. Brett, in June there was a big rise in job ads in Australia, according to ANZ. Much bigger than May. Now almost 42% bigger, my friend. Although ads are on the way up, they're Still much lower than before COVID struck, ah. but we are back on the way We're up. on the way, aren't we? We are. Three very interesting stories for this Monday morning, Justin. For our first story. Let's do it. TikTok could soon be making big changes as it faces criticism from politicians over links to its Chinese owner and the Chinese government. This is juicy. Mm-hmm. So what's going on here with TikTok? Some context, my friend. TikTok has pretty much been the only China-based social media app mm-hmm. to make it big, like really big, outside of China. In Australia, it has over 1.6 million users. And whether it's the Catherine Andrews Marie enactment. Or people doing the Vegemite challenge. Aussies are absolutely mm-hmm. loving it. And Speaking of Australia, politicians both here and around the world Mm -hmm. have been calling for more scrutiny on TikTok. And why is that? Well, it's largely because of its connection to China. And the concerns around the potential usage Mm. of the data. So what's the key learning here? Like all tech slash data businesses, TikTok is incentivized to collect a heap of data to make their app better. More data means better algorithms to give users tailored content. It means better understanding of what's working in the app. And it means more targeted ads based on the user's behaviors. This information could also be of value to the Chinese government. Which has the ability to compel Chinese businesses to share information with them. Scary stuff. The most serious response we've seen so far is from India. Where TikTok has been banned. So to sort this out, the company that owns TikTok is considering establishing a new headquarters outside of China just so they can distance Mm -hmm. themselves from China even more. But will this be enough before other countries take action against TikTok? Mm. For our second story, Twitter could be launching a new paid version of itself. Gee, that would be huge. Paying for Twitter? Mm. What's going on here? Well, some background. Advertising revenue at Twitter makes up more than 80% of their revenue right now. And the amount of revenue Twitter is making is much lower than normal because of how COVID and Mm. the economy is being impacted by the advertising market. So Twitter could be thinking, we don't want to rely heavily on advertising so much. So subscription could be Twitter's new, more reliable way to make money in the long run. And how did this all come about? No joke, bro. All Mm. Twitter did was merely release a new job description. It was for a software engineer and in that description were the following words. We are building a subscription platform. (laughs) That's it. Next minute, Twitter's share price flies up by 7%. And everyone's scrambling to work out (laughs) what this means. So what's the key learning here? If Twitter is able to reduce its dependence on ads to make money, Mm -hmm. then it could potentially change its algorithms and make its platform less harmful and inflammatory. Okay, tell me more. Twitter generates most of its revenue from advertisers, so it is in Twitter's best interest to build their algorithm in a way that attracts people to join and spend their days on Twitter. Often, the most effective way to drive a lot of eyeballs and attention is by highlighting tweets that are inflammatory Mm. or divisive. I.e. the ones that create a headline Mm -hmm. and drive emotion. By potentially introducing a subscription-based revenue stream. Where consumers would pay to use Twitter on a recurring basis. This would mean that Twitter is less reliant on making money through advertising For our third and final story, American Express, the global credit card giant, Mm. is jumping on the buy now, pay later bandwagon and they're launching their own version of Afterpay in Australia. Ah, the old dog learning new tricks. What's (laughs) happening here? Some background. American Express is not young. (laughs) It was born 170 years ago and it's worth a lazy $105 billion. And just a couple of weeks ago, American Express kind of soft launched its Mm -hmm. own brand spanking new buy now, pay later product here in Oz. So what's the name of the product? Something cool, (laughs) something sexy? 
see. Nope, for their installment loan product, they're going with Planet. <laughs> and now Planet is hoping to attract users by offering its service anywhere that American Express is taken. Not just where a retailer wants to offer buy now, pay later. So what's the key learning here? Like industries such as mining, Australia has become a global leader in buy now, pay later. Mm. So it makes sense that American Express has chosen Australia to be one of the first countries in the world to launch yep. their new buy now, pay later product. It's the ideal testing ground because Aussies are already very familiar with the space. And although the industry is growing big time now, there are a lot of mm, players in the space. And time will tell whether an old school credit card company like American mm. Express can actually make it in this space. Fox family, we love having you on the pod. And if you love joining us too, we'd love it if you could follow or subscribe. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.